0: Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide podcast. My name is Karen, and I am here with Jen. And today's episode is going to be from the trenches. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, Jen. Spooky season
1: from the trenches. Finding your happiness during a chaotic season is going to be our episode today. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we're going to be talking about just different ways. I know I think the past like two or three episodes, we've done like three things and three things. Um, that just like help you in a chaotic season and I think now more than ever whether it's chaotic or not even if it's just like finding your happiness in different seasons as we go into like the holidays and the weather change and the time change and like all Mm -hmm. this stuff um maybe you can find something some of the things that we're going to say and implement them
0: I was thinking like this should be like a video and we should be in costume. <laughs> Cuz oh I'm god. like from the trenches. Like what would that look like?
1: From the trenches. Yes. Oh my god. That's my favorite your... email signature. I'm from the trenches. Yes.
0: We should yeah. just all like change it and see if anybody notices. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um so go ahead. So I want you to go first. Okay. So in my chaotic season right now, from the trenches, I'm going to be Wait, or actually hang on, sorry. Tell us about your
1: trenches and I'll tell you about mine. How are you in the trenches right now? Oh, to yeah. create some context.
0: I know. We're just like, here's everything that's wrong, but you yeah. have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my goblin era. Um, I am a new mom. My son is gonna be almost five months and um it's
1: can we just point out that the other day, Karen and Nick, which is her husband, were talking and I, and Karen was like, oh my gosh, like he's about to be earth side longer than he was in my belly. And the, mind you, her like son is only four months. And I was like, yeah, and like in a year, he'll be a year older. Like, what are you talking about? That's not accurate. He's not even halfway there. Like, what?
0: I know. My depiction of time is incredibly skewed right now. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like I'm in a in a chaotic season with just the transition of motherhood. Um and I just I feel so I wouldn't say weird, but I I'm still in it, so I, I I struggle to talk about it. But like just even from a political standpoint, like there's just not enough time in the United States for women to experience the the medical event that is having a child and have enough time to recuperate without the pressure of their career falling apart or or the I don't know, the, the time that goes invested into the physical healing and the mental and the emotional. And, and there's just so many things that I had no idea about. And I feel I find myself in the season of like, I'm living this and experiencing all of these things. I have so much compassion and empathy for the people that I have tried to help in the past without knowing how you know massive this is. And then also just like a little bit of shame as I think of the judgment that I have exhibited privately, of course, um, to maybe even our own mother and to other people where I'm like, man, why are you like a disaster? Or like, just get it together or like just get help or just, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's really not that simple. Um, and I think that there's so many variables and factors with mental health and hormones and things like that. So I'm just feeling like that transition of motherhood really has me in the trenches right now. Um, mm-hmm. and it's not good or bad. Like I wouldn't trade it for anything. It's just, so much. And even for somebody like me, you know, Enneagram eight, lots of energy, super high level, everything's level 10 energy. I am finding myself for the first time in my life, like physically exhausted mm-hmm. and also just exhausted on like a soul level. Like I'm always you know, one email away from bursting into tears or I'm always just one.
1: I hope this email finds you well. Yeah. Does missed not.
0: meal from like having a mental breakdown and it's like, okay, relax. Like it's fine, but it's just, it's just so hard to put into words unless you've experienced it. And it's amazing. But at the same time, it just completely changes you forever. Um, so navigating that newness I think has me in the trenches.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: What about you? I love that for you. <laughs> um, uh, what is your goblin energy?
1: goblin energy well no feeding off of, not feeding off but like reacting to what you're saying like i think it's really cool that you're able to have that self-reflection and like put it into words like i know you say like oh it's so hard to put into words but like truly you're like more so than not encapsulating an experience and identifying what you're struggling with and I feel like for so long even in the generation of our mom like she didn't have that language she was mm-hmm. just expected to do that with no language no training no coping skills nothing so I think that there's something to be said about you know doing better than the last or the people that came before us to mm-hmm. then you know be a better mom, be a better entrepreneur, be a better whatever,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's just gonna take time. Just like anything else, it takes a lot of time. But like, obviously, I have no yeah. idea.
0: <laughs> your no no struggles. It for sure takes time, and I think that there's just like so much vulnerability in in letting that time happen because like what the word actually means like vulnerable. Like I feel vulnerable. Like I'm just open and the world is watching me like, and I know it doesn't seem that way, but like, I feel like the world is watching me flounder or watching me like bump my head as I figure out my schedule or figure out how to dress this new body or figure out how to like show up for work or, um, you know, I'm used to my brain operating at like 110% and, you know, one of my gifts is like the ability to riff. And sometimes in my coachings, I can't even speak. And I'm like, why am I stumbling? Like, and it's just like the brain fog. And it's just like all these things, um, or even with like leads and things that like, don't have the same priority as like, you know, the ongoing relationships. Like when it takes me more than a few days to respond to somebody who's inquired at KCA to like talk to us or has a question or something, like it makes me so mad that mm-hmm. I just cannot get to it in time. So I think it's just like little things, not little things, but just things like that that feel so big. Um, And yeah, and I think that not sharing that or articulating that just makes it feel so much more lonely. And it doesn't have to be because I'm not alone. I'm not the first mother and I certainly won't be the last. So I'm trying to find a way to like be able to normalize this and to understand and see the compassion and the grace that everybody is giving me. And I think it's just getting on board with like, feeling like i deserve it like when everybody like circling back i'm just putting it at the top of your inbox like it just feels so loving to me instead mm-hmm. of like old me being like well oh, i'm gonna get to it it's like thank you so much because i'm literally in the trenches
1: <laughs> yeah i love that yeah um so for me in the trenches it's like it's a weird trench it's like a dingy swampy shrek trench but nonetheless <laughs> it's disney so like it just feels or whatever it's <laughs> brand shrek is from like i love that i think you (laughs) a pixar trench a pixar trench like it just feels nice and cozy but it's nonetheless a swamp um so the other day I was like I was journaling for the first time in like months and I was like trying to put my thoughts into like words and my feelings and all of this stuff and I came up with this analogy for myself and I think it's like the perfect analogy and I feel like I now this is going to be the push that's going to take me to therapy because I feel like I can finally talk to a human and tell them that this is how I'm feeling so I feel right now in my life after quitting you know my job as a director of, of academics at a school transitioning into the entrepreneurial life and right now working more closely with like KCA and just doing this full-time and figuring out you know income sources all that stuff and having this big transition of like working from home and all the changes that come with it the discipline that you need to you know do this um, I feel like I am going on a trip, like a really exciting trip. And you, I'm not going to tell you where you're going. I'm not going to tell you at all, but you need to pack a suitcase. And right now in this packing of a suitcase, I don't know if I need to pack for the warm. I don't know if I need to pack for the cold. I don't care if I overpack or if I underpack. I just know that I'm going on this really exciting trip and the plane leaves tomorrow. Like that's, that's the vibe. Yeah. And In this really exciting time, I feel like I have the skill sets that even if my bag isn't perfect, when I get to my destination, I'm going to figure it out. Because as a person, I've grown so much and, like, done the development and done everything. But I can't get past the packing the suitcase part. Like, Mm. I'm just stuck here. Like, I'm just permanently so excited to start my new position. (laughs) But I'm, like, haven't yet done anything. I haven't even packed my fucking toiletries. Like, I'm just... you know what i mean so it's so
0: good right fuck we should all journal jen that was like mega breakthrough
1: i know it was so big so i i I feel like in this suit packing phase again a pixar trench but nonetheless a trench so i'm just from the trenches trying to figure out and now like the holidays are going to smack you in the face and you have an opportunity to practice your boundaries again and just like so many things that it's like with this new identity that i'm forming and this new destination that i'm going like what the fuck am i bringing with me Mm. and what am i doing
0: Oh, that is so good, Jen. Mm-hmm. Mm, that is delicious. It's making me want to journal now. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yeah. And I mean, I say this to you like every single day constantly, but like, you are amazing and you're doing so incredible not like Chris Jenner, like you're doing great, sweetie, <laughs> but like literally like you're fucking incredible and you make everybody's life so much better. And every single person that interacts with you as a part of our KCA community just lights up whenever you show up on zoom. So whatever you're doing, even if you haven't packed your toiletries, like you're doing incredible work and you. you launched courses and just the fact that you're willing to just have a different identity is, is so amazing. So Yeah continue being excited because I think that that's what is needed in this entrepreneurial journey yeah
1: no 1000 percent. and I also like I've never had change associated with something positive it's always been demanded or like Mm. needed or just a season of like let's cry and have pain and have trauma because we had to change so it's just very unique now to endure this change with happiness and light and reflection and empowerment and like I was reading a journal from a year ago and it's like am I good enough and now I'm like fuck yeah I'm good enough like yeah yeah I almost cursed so badly on this, but we're doing great.
0: My God, your therapist is going to be like, this is so juicy. Like, oh, I'm so excited for whoever your future therapist is. That's oh, so it's delicious. Okay. yeah. Coming so what is this episode about? I don't
1: know. Finding, now that we've vented, thank you for listening. Finding your happiness
0: during a chaotic season. Okay, that's the topic. From the trenches. Hello. <laughs> okay. So you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So something that's going to support me in finding my happiness is I'm really excited to get back to therapy. Mm-hmm. um, I'm seeking a postpartum counselor specifically. I want to work on postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression. And, um, not because I have any of those things cause I'm not qualified to make that assessment, but because I'm feeling like having somebody support me in that very specific part of my life is going to be super helpful. A lot of my previous trauma, not trauma, LOL therapy work has been around like performance anxiety and trauma and, um, EMDR and all these other modalities. But I feel like right now, cognitive behavioral therapy so talk therapy and giving me language uh to be able to share with the loved ones like how they can better support me and also Mm -hmm. language for myself when I'm like having an intrusive thought or overwhelmed with something that it's not a bad thing um I feel like um you know having a child is very like the, the physical to activate, it. you're just like super empowered and, you know, connected with your body. And in my case, it was a positive experience. And then once that's over, then you start to question and second guess your trust in your body. So it's just like this constant dance of like, are we okay? Are we not okay? Are we okay? Are we not okay? Um, so I think like that, I'm really excited to just, I start counseling, I think next week um, to just really have someone to vent to over my, you know, fears and woes and whatever.
1: Yeah no for sure I love that I'm also so excited to go back to therapy and I feel like it's just coming back full circle of just like you just feel ready like you just you're Mm -hmm. like yeah let's do this like I'm over this let's do it let's figure it out and one of the conversations that you and I were having just like privately was in regards to just like therapy is like there to help you in every season like she karen specifically oh, yeah. was sharing um how she would like just didn't want to well i guess you go for it i'm not gonna you speak for you but
0: yeah I, I was sharing with jen that like i'm just not in the mood to do the work which yeah. lol you know as like a coach and enneagram person i'm just like not in the mood to get better and jen was like what and i was like no but actually and then it was actually you were the reason i'm going you inspired me to go back to therapy because you were like and again, I say this to people but I don't know what my problem is. I'm just not ta- not taking my advice, but you were like, "Yeah, you're not going to go to therapy to talk about your childhood. You're going to go to therapy to talk about motherhood and like what you need to improve your life right now." Yeah. Which is, yes, duh, that is what therapy is for. Um so it just kind of gave me the the empowerment to just feel like I have the bandwidth to go meet a new person and and see if they're the right fit to support me and mm-hmm. going with it with like no expectations, but more like joy and excitement to like finally get the shit under control.
1: Yeah for sure um okay so mine ways to find happiness during a chaotic season would be self-care but like not in the bubble bath way but if that's your jam like woohoo go for it i don't have a tub in my new place and i'm so sad about it Mom, my first uh, problems
0: in My but, pet <laughs> <house>. <laughs> but
1: self-care um Through, like, doing things that are going to recharge you. And I've noticed that slowing down and taking time to just be alone is that for me at times. Um, Are you an
0: introvert or an extrovert?
1: I think extrovert. I don't think. I do think I recharge with people. But I think sometimes I, because I over, not overcompensate, but because I'm such an extrovert, I don't take the time to just shut up and sit by myself and, like, journal. And that's so helpful because it Mm -hmm. gives me new perspective, gives me new light, I don't know helps me reflect the way that I am towards others just like different things like that so I think self-care in that way of having that alone time are you an extrovert or introvert
0: I don't know I I feel like culturally speaking I think everyone's just raised to be extroverted Mm -hmm. um and I'm fine in a crowd and I, I do get energy from people um but I really love alone time and I really love silence. Like you always make fun of me for like working out in silence or like walking in silence. Like I just really enjoy that. So I don't know. It's just made me wonder, or maybe I just have like a crazy nervous system and I just, I'm at the extremes all the time.
1: Yeah, truly. (laughs) But yeah, that was mine. Do you want to do your next one?
0: Yes. Um, so finding my happiness during this chaotic season is going to look like saying no more. And I hate it. And not because I'm a people pleaser, because I'm not as good of a person as you are, Jen. Um, (laughs) It's more of like my ambition for like getting shit done and doing things, Um, which again is neither good nor bad, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I, I see all the possibilities and this does feel like full circle from like when I started coaching or started the company 10 years ago where like, I felt like I was in the season of like so much excitement that I was trying to convince people to do things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's come back at a higher level and in a different way, but like I need to just be more cognizant of where my time and energy are going. And I'm, I'm reminded of that with a child, but like, I don't know, sometimes I just forget and I'm taking on all these extra projects and all this extra stuff for no reason. So I think like I need to really just continue to listen to my gut and when something just isn't, it's not that it's not a good or bad idea. It's just that it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. I think using my voice to, to say that and, and knowing that people will understand and it's not a disappointing thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. I think identifying that comes with also identifying what it is that you want to do and what you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Cause I think other things, even if it's more time consuming, but you find joy in it, it's easier to say yes to than things that are not.
0: Yeah. What is life giving and what is not? Yeah. I feel like
1: that's been a big pillar of your conversations lately.
0: Yeah. Well, and I also think like money is such a motivator, Um, you know, cause I, I can't, I don't really know anybody who's like, yeah, I have enough money. Um, So I feel like there's just always this thought of like, oh, this could be bringing in revenue. This could be doing this. This could be doing that. But yeah, I find myself procrastinating when I really don't want to do something. So yeah, and I hate that feeling of procrastination. So yeah, that that could be maybe like a new North Star. Like, is this something if I say yes to this project, will it be something that I procrastinate?
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Ooh, look at you
1: getting in there. What about you? Um. Okay, so my second thing for finding your happiness in a chaotic season is community. And with that, there's like certain stipulations of just like, yes, you want to surround yourself with people that you know, bring you happiness and all this stuff. And like with setting the boundaries of like if you're tired and if you need to recharge, you know, go be by yourself. But I think community is so important in just like asking, not so much for help, but just sometimes you just need a person to watch the fifth season of Love is Blind and talk shit about all the characters <laughs> and not take life so seriously because we're all on this stupid little rock. And yeah, we're just like, it's not that serious. So I think in part of that, of just like finding your happiness is like, that community that like person that family member that I don't know even just like new group or activity that you join that is life-giving and is going to help you get a little bit of happiness so even if it's like getting cold outside and you're getting you know more having to deal with like seasonal depression or anything like maybe there's a book club close by or even just like my friends and I are now doing that um via like just like FaceTime and stuff we're doing Mm -hmm. a book club and it's so funny we keep sending each other like TikToks back and forth of just like I haven't even bought the book I haven't read it I haven't read a single page (laughs) so yeah so So you have
0: a book club of people not reading a book
1: I haven't (laughs) purchased myself I have not purchased the book but it's fine we're gonna get there don't worry it is
0: amazing it's fine
1: but yeah so now it's like an ongoing joke of like now we check in with each other every week to
0: tell each other that we haven't read the book it's great (laughs) that is so good yeah
1: what is your third one
0: um Sorry, I just yawned, but it's not you, it's me. You did. <laughs> I was so like, sorry. let's fill in the silence. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just yawn and I'm not even aware. Um, so my third thing from the trenches is, and again, I'm just like so intense. I need to calm down, but I need to get comfortable sitting in the messy middle. And I think I'm in the middle of that, and I think it's okay. So things that I'm doing is just, there's a degree of acceptance and groundedness. It doesn't mean that I'm suffering because suffering is is a choice, but I think it's just acknowledging like, and I have these conversations with Nick all the time where I'm just like, yes, but we've been doing this for four months and it's like level 10. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know why I, I feel like we have to have mastered this like new life that we have. And it's like, no, it's going to take us our whole lives to figure this out. Um, And
1: and then some.
0: And then some, yes. So I think it's just like really sitting in that messy middle, but also like not forgetting to enjoy the process, which again is everything that we talk about and value here. Um, Because yeah, it's been an an amazing season and process, but also a really hard one. And I think both of those can coexist And, and not feeling like, it has to look a certain way. And, and I think the messy middle is a beautiful, you know, the messy middle is a beautiful thing. Like I was just talking to you, Jen, privately about like the, the projections and all the, the goals and ideas that we have for the company and how every time we do that, you know, you face the music and it's gross and, you know, we might get angry about it or fight or whatever, but then things explode in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that and I see that time and time again. And I just, I want to like sit in that and, and relish in knowing that the next thing that comes is going to be the best thing yet. Um, so just like really taking in that, again, being more than doing.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. And I don't think I've ever heard that in words of just like sitting in the messy middle because I know what it means to just like digest all of it and just like sit in it, like sit in the shit. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I don't think I've heard it in the way of just like in the messy middle, of just like, I don't know, just reflecting and looking at all of that and kind of bleeding into my last one as well, too, of just like a way to find happiness in a chaotic season from the trenches is journaling. I know it's not for everybody, but it's so helpful. Even if it's like nobody's going to read your stuff, burn it afterwards, throw it away, put it in the shredder I don't care but just like write down all the things and you'll realize like the emotion that's very deep down will come to the surface whether that's like gratitude whether it's anger whether it's like stress that anxiety like if you write them down the things that are stressing you out or making you anxious you like realize just how stupid you sound (laughs) in the best way possible you know what I mean like no that's not gonna happen relax and if it does you have the skill sets to deal with it so just like calm down so it's been really nice to Figure out because I gaslight myself all the time, so it's been nice to have mm-hmm. you know pen to paper and kind of muddle through all that messy middle through journaling and just like figuring it out and reflecting.
0: Yeah, and I think it also like loses the the magnitude of whatever the thought is by you s- seeing it written out. Mm-hmm. And you know, for those of you that don't like to journal, myself included, like it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to look a certain way. I feel like social media and the internet just glamorizes journaling. It could look however you want it to look like sometimes my journaling looks like I fucking hate journaling like this pen is stupid this paper is dumb or here is a prompt of I don't know how my day how I'm feeling today or here's gratitude or like just just figure out like what is going to get you to write and mm-hmm. just start that stream of consciousness like you were saying is so helpful um, and it doesn't have to be a thing you do all the time might be something you do once in a while, but yeah, there's just something so powerful about getting it out of your head and, and onto paper because so much shit lives rent-free and mm-hmm. it's like, but why? And if you're not doing anything about it, it's just taking up space for like the good stuff that you do want to do.
1: Yeah. 1000%. I love that. Look at us. We hope that your trench experience is just as delightful <laughs> as ours. Yeah. We <laughs> wish a
0: Pixar trenches for a you. Pixar trench. <laughs> truly yes and if you have questions thoughts as always feel free to reach out we've created a section on our website um of uh, the podcast website where you can do a listener write in if there's anything that you want us to address live on the podcast we'd be happy to do that um if you want to hang out and be a part of our community head on over to the patreon and ooh, i haven't asked this for a while but if y'all could give us a review on apple or <laughs> <Hurry up. laughs>
1: her dog just farted and it sounds like he passed away oh god it smells not it sounded
0: oh my god (laughs) please review us before jen dies here um and thanks for listening